0: Used to play some beautiful punk rock right there.
1: It's very fitting. Because very fitting. Agent Orange, not the band, but their music appears on this episode. Several songs too. Several. At this point, uh, we get a
0: little taste of the opening song "Bloodstains" in this episode. Tiny taste. Tiny taste, and that's what solidified it because I was like, "This sounds like Agent Orange." I've only listened to "Bloodstained." I saw Agent Orange in Seattle. And like Jesus, yeah, that's a...
1: In okay. the 90s. So this is this it's, is this is when uh, we had that punk rock revival thanks to Green Day. If
0: you listen to our whole episode catalog, you'll find that Murray has a lot of punk stories. And then we dive into a lot of wrestling stories. So, <laughs> uh, Well, this is... I'm not going to talk about Agent Orange. I'm going to talk about this band that opened for them.
1: They were called Buck 09.
0: I've heard of them. You yeah. have heard of them. I have heard of Buck 09, yeah. They're a
1: ska band. Yeah, yeah. I hate ska. Someone described it best. It's too positive.
0: Yeah, you know, I when I was uh, coming of age, you know, what was I? I was like, I was, I was twenty when I really I found Streetlight Manifesto, added into the Aquabats and a couple other ska bands, maybe like a Mustard Plug or something. And I was like, ska, fuck yeah! I hit like twenty five, and I was like, I cannot listen to this anymore. I,
1: l- I learned that the first time I heard Scott. Yeah, well, you... But Buck 09, I want to tell you about him. Okay, I'm there, and the guy starts, like, scatting. He's like, do do I'm like, what? Unfortunately, I'm already bummed that I'm going to have to listen to Scott for the
0: next 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Did they... And... Okay. Did they have the full ensemble? Horns, trombones, I'm pretty sure saxophones. this is like 25
1: years ago, so it's hazy. I just remember I was an irritated. I was. I'm glad that. you
0: got over the experience.
1: Well, then no, they got worse. You're not going to. You know, Joe will get this uh, joke. You won't because this is this is a one hit wonder from way before you were born. They did "Pass the Dutchie. You know that song? Pass the, the Duchy on the left, left. They hand covered side. That song. Why would they? I,
0: don't I guess know. There was these yeah. white
1: boy like Scott dudes doing
0: "Pass the Dutchie. Isn't that weird? Because I think Scott evolved from reggae, or like they were part of the same branch, yes, and then they yes, split off. They did. And so, like, tiniest bit of sense. Yeah, but, but we I didn't, still we didn't would want not want to hear that. No, I but, would not. But that's
1: my agent Orange story. But Twenty One Jump Street. Greg. I never watched the show, much like every, I think every show we've talked about on Dippy Dips, I've never watched them. I was aware of them. I have seen this episode we're going to talk about, but it was like years later. I just stumbled on it. I, I think it was because I heard Agent Orange. I'm like, what the fuck's
0: going on with this? And uh-huh. I just
1: watched the episode.
0: Yeah, flipping through channels, you hear a little Agent Orange. You're like, fuck, what? So,
1: I mean, we all know the premise. It's like... Twenty something cops that look young who go undercover—they cover juvenile delinquent type crimes.
0: Oh, uh, of course, and people know this because Johnny Depp, you know, was in it, and right. that's probably the only person who came out of it, as far as I know.
1: Um, yeah, that was like really big. I mean, Penhall was that's Dom DeLuise's son. I don't know if you know who uh, he was. But... I know the name because it's a yeah. fun name. Yeah, he's Peter DeLuise, and like I said, Holly Robinson Pete – she was only Holly Robinson at this point. She married Rodney Pete. Who, if you're from Detroit, Rodney Pete was our quarterback, like the like early '90s, mid '90s. And that's the
0: hardest period to remember for quarterbacks because we had, uh, I believe, a Stewart, and then we had a Scott Rodney Mitchell. Pete. We had Scott Mitchell. We had uh, Kitna. Kitna. And I, I think forget. Gus
1: Farratt for a couple seasons. Yes.
0: And then eventually, 2008, I think it was finally we finally got Stafford, and we had him yeah. for like 14 years. Yeah.
1: Now we got Goth. Goth. Goth hate goth, um. So yeah, so that's the premise of the show, and I got. I'm gonna probably surprise people because usually when we do these like punk rock tippy taps, it's like we're like laughing at about how ridiculous they are. I think this is a very accurate portrayal of suburban like punk yeah. rock angst. Johnny Depp's character, uh, something Hanson. Tom Hanson, I Tom,
0: believe. His, no, his undercover name was Tom.
1: But I think they went by their names because Doug, you know what? Doug Penhall was Doug was his name.
0: That's right. I think you're right about that. Yeah. So I think he is Thomas when he's normal Tom. But, yeah, undercover he was Tom. Anyways, um, he he's getting the, he's nailing these kids. He's like they're just white suburban kids who are bored out of their mind because their parents are out doing opioids. And, you know, they're looking for something to rage against the machine because the suburbs fucking suck. And they found – this guy Lancer, and they're going around, and they're bopping with him, and Penhall's losing his mind. Bop! we'll get into that in a minute here, but it's um the cold opening was a little hard to grab, like figure out what was going on because I don't recognize a single character. But after the cold opening, it, it, like any sitcom that was on TV or a uh, network TV show, it was very easy to pick up what was going on, feel everybody out, know, understand everything.
1: Yeah, but I will say this was kind of like my punk rock experience as far as... I mean, I've told people I grew up in like a fucking dying factory town, but I grew up in a county that was like the richest county in Michigan and one of the richest in America. Probably not so much now with all the tech shit in the West Coast, but at the time it was one of the richest. And I always found like the punk kids were the rich fucking kids and like the, the poor kids were metal kids. Mm-hmm. I like both, but... And it's, it's funny because there's always this whole, like, and even in this episode, uh, Tom uh, Hansen says, like, instant, like, acceptance. No, I never found, like, the punk scene. At least Detroit, is there was a lot of gatekeeping going on. But I guess you grow up in a fucking gated community, you know how to keep a gate because it was, like, the rich kids. And it was, and it was like, you had to dress a certain way, act a certain way, which I'm, like, that's what never turned. I, I like, call me crazy. You know, I don't Taffy would say I'm crazy for liking the music but I never gave a shit about the costume or that shit I never I never cared about being part of the scene I'm using yeah. air quotes and so like if anybody who's from the Detroit punk scene wouldn't know who the fuck I am because I never gave a shit about that I was never part of that shit oh
0: no they probably would recognize you as the guy who was not slamming <laughs> standing front row staring daggers Into the lead singer yeah,
1: I told Griff a story I did I It was in it wasn't a punk band it was a, it was a band called The Adorables That my sister made me go see And I just stared daggers at him Just because I was bored I didn't have any problem
0: with the guy It was a good story so I wanted to but, use it
1: uh, yeah, I mean, it was like I always found like metal crowds be way more chill and accepting. Even than the punk today, crowds.
0: like we've talked about the dying music scene around here. You still get concerts and shows, they're just like not filled out anymore. Like people don't go see shows. Right. I'm basing this reflecting on what Murray's experience compared to what I experienced. Like, I'll pop into shows once, twice a week, and I see bands that are like going to festivals today and shithole bars with 12 people. Like, a year later, they're on the main stage at a at like a big music venue because I I don't know, there's just not enough touring bands or something. I don't fucking know. But whenever we go to a metal show, those people, 100% friendliest, always hugging each other. Like they seem like they go to every show together almost. And they
1: when I half my joint, and, like don't even know the fuck I am.
0: Exactly, they're they're like, you know, if somebody passes out, they're like, hey, this is Todd. Let's get him over here. He's got an inhaler. Let's get some, you know, let's get that going again. Let's get a circulation. Everybody's so caring in the metal world. It's the loveliest bunch, and yet they're listening to the heaviest music as, as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't even speak on what the. Punk scene in Detroit is like I can't remember the last punk show I was, and the ones I were at were like fucking bands that were relevant when I was young. Mm. So like, the only thing to be old fuckers at those shows, right? So
0: don't have a good contrast there. I can't
1: say, but they hit a lot of the, in this episode. They hit a lot of like oh, yep, that that was totally the kind of shit that went down. So I was. This is a very accurate episode, my view of what you know suburban punk rock kid kind of scene.
0: I gotta just shoe in one more like concert experience because. We've talked about the metal and how they're great and how the punk scene and not gatekeepers because they were the upper middle class, maybe lower upper class type gatekeeping kids. Right. So in my experience, you know, being 15 years out of high school now, some of the – I don't really follow a lot of the bands I grew up liking in high school, but I've gone to a couple shows. I know you
1: love Disturbed still. We're love gonna, Disturbed. We're going to go see that Disturbed cover, man. That's our 1st uh postman.
0: Down at the concert. Token Lounge. <laughs> We're gonna Wait, Token Lounge? Yeah. Yeah, was- yeah, yeah of course lounge. it was a token fucking lounge. So That's where fun- like washed up metal it's bands It's so funny go here. because for years I heard about that place. Then I ended up. Moving- I've never been there. Never been I ended there. up moving like a block away yeah, from it. Still didn't understand <laughs> what the Token Lounge was. And then I moved away from there and went to a show at the Token Lounge. Just like, this is the token right here. So that was bizarre. But I've gone to a few bands that I listened to in high school. And. These motherfuckers are the worst people to see a show with. I've been strangled from behind. Man put his hands around my neck, Bart no. Simpson, Homer Simpson style, and was trying I've to. I've had choke people me. try to like pick fights with me. I just didn't take the
1: bait. But yeah. yeah I know you're not punk enough, kind of thing.
0: It wasn't even that. No words were exchanged. The guy just put his hands around my neck and started strangling me. And I, I was like, what? <laughs> and uh, everybody else around was like, what the fuck? And so that guy disappeared. Another show, some guy, I don't know what was going on there, but he just decided, and Murray loves throwing this one, you haven't (laughs) earned it. And this is what it's referring to. Uh, I want to say it was, it might have been Death from Above, 1979. And so... Up there, you know, like a row or two, slamming with all the all the other people that are my age, and some dweeb who's not even a, me and Murray have talked about we're not Chippendale dancers because we're not six foot, you know. Right. So this guy's telling me you haven't heard he's even shorter than me. So he's getting like under you had my a little guy like picking? He you? was like two inches shorter okay. than me. But he was like getting under my armpits and like trying to like wedge in under me, and I was like, okay, stop. And he starts going you didn't earn it and then his friends start surrounding me and they're like yeah you didn't earn it i was like what the fuck is this you didn't earn your spot is basically what i think i had earn. been there the whole time so i don't even know how i didn't earn it when well, i was know, there you know sometimes the whole time. you
1: just kind of drift you don't even know you're moving it's
0: true I, I agree with that 100% but it was like those people were trying to wedge in front of me yeah, and yeah. not the other way around whatever i i'm not into like that whole like you know scene so i was just like all right, whatever. And, you know, other people were, like, pushing him away because he was being the fucking asshole. But I ended up just popping outside because that was that magic stick where they have that balcony. Yeah. So I popped out there and had a good time. Talked to some ladies. You, you know, earned, you earned it. I earned, I earned that lady's number. I never called her. She was one of these upper-class white kids. Fucking snobs.
1: So let's get into this fucking episode. Starts out cold open, like Griff said. He, he was lost. I was lost. We've never watched this show. I don't know any of the kids. I don't know
0: any of the characters. I don't
1: know what's going First on. First thing we hear is some fucking Agent Orange. We're like, all right. Cool. I'm ready I mean, to it pop. was cool that they actually used a real punk band instead of some generic. Like, they made up some shit. Like, yeah. Like, I love, love painting pain. from our classic Chips punk episode. So there's this kid tagging. He spray painting. Friendly neighbors. We see we see the sign KKK. We're like, holy shit, what the fuck's uh, On for- one of those real estate signs
0: you just post <laughs> yeah. in the ground? Or like, you know, vote for Joe Biden kind yeah. of sign. Yeah, so out. nothing like, this is what I used to do. I'm admitting to a crime here. I used to go around and spray crimes. the J- John McCain signs. Wow. Hmm. I was real fucking punk rock back then. Griff is. I'm learning.
1: See, this is the funny thing. Griff is the delinquent of this this group here. I'm the good person. Griff's the monster. Yeah, I bet people <laughs> think it's the opposite. The more I learn about Griff, I'm like, man, you're a piece
0: of shit. Even took some of the John McCain signs spray painted and put them out He's on the a American busy road. Hero. Oh yeah, the American hero. Yeah. Yeah, he, he got tortured. Okay, he did. It. He's still horrible.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, there's 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 it says KKK. We're like, holy shit!
0: What did we pick the wrong episode? This is about like racism or something no uh, for real so okay we've just learned that one of the gangs is the friendly neighbor it's the flanders gang yeah they're there and I want to point out because like a lot of shows syndicated
1: shows they all were like uh filmed in vancouver mm-hmm. so the, the canadians so they spell friendly neighbor we can tell this was filmed in, even though it takes place in la it's supposed to take place in la it's they spell neighbors with a U like Canadians and British people do. So <laughs> we already know there's something off right, right now. Or maybe they're trying to be like, you know, like some like American punk kids
0: try to adopt a, a
1: Chalkney accent, as you would say.
0: Like I pointed out while we we just watched the episode again, uh, you know, joke around with each other. And I said there should have been a British punk in one of these gangs. Or at least they kid pretending to this be. This is bull- a bunch of bullocks. You you know, can you just imagine Griffin this gang pulling out a Chalkney accent? <laughs>
1: that was a very good Chalkney accent. Was okay. it? Not a good Cockney accent, but a very good Chalkney <laughs> accent. So, yeah. so these, And then we learned that this is KKK
0: territory, yeah. and the friendly neighbors have invaded. So, what, like 50s truck with a wheel on the front of the spare on the front of the grill comes flying through, just driving across lawns. Get in, man. The KKK are... Co- you, so we're thinking like the real KKK are coming, but again, we're we're talking about an upper middle class white suburban neighborhood, right? So of course that's not the kind of shit that's happening.
1: So they start like they're like chasing each other down the road. They're like you know a foot apart from each other. Mm, it looked like a scene from Greece, right? And does one of the KKK kids grab the friendly neighbor? That's
0: I I somehow blacked out both times <laughs> the scene was on, but that's how I understand Brian explaining it. Is one of them. Pulled him because he was like in the bed of the truck yeah. and he was leaning over something trying to spray paint the car. I think, yeah, that's what they were trying to do. And so they yipped, yipped him, <laughs> they yipped him right out. I'm using that, some and of so that he's like speed.
1: hanging in between and then he gets yanked out and then just fucking tumbles all you know in the, in the, in the
0: road. And uh, our blue, our, our other car, which was like what a rust colored car, Yeah. that like, our, okay, was, the KKK car flying by just finally stops and then you see the this character look out and this is why I was confused it's like who is this person cuz he's looking back at this crumpled and he also looked like he was 25 like yeah like, like, oh yeah. yeah he's looking back at the guy who just got ripped out of the truck and he's like come on man please get up come on, please get, up, get- man. Come so i was like wait i know this is about undercover teens or adults as teens so is he one of the undercover kids so i was very confused uh, spray paint kid, as I like to call him, I think we hear his spray name. Spray paint the wall, a little black flag there. I like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's he do? I, I was going to say, I think his name was like Sporka or something. <laughs> I don't know. I he's... think they dropped that. I'm calling him a spray paint kid. So we don't he, talk about him for the rest of the episodes. You might as well. He pops up well, one yeah. other time in a yeah. meaningful way. Yeah. So he he's slowly getting back up. His friends are helping him back up, and. Our, our, our driver of the K car is all excited. He's like, oh, yes, he's okay. We're going to learn. He's not okay. He's, the he's kids getting aren't all he, right. He, yeah, he's not. Yeah. So then we just bust in 21 Jump Street. Bam, 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 bam. Neither of us remember this tune, no, how nice. it goes. So, Sung by Holly
1: Robinson of the show, the, the girl on the oh, show. Oh, okay. So we cut to the headquarters, which is in a church. It's a converted church where the 21 Jump Streeters. I guess I'm assuming that's the address is 21 Jump Street. I'm assuming. I don't know. And we see Captain Fuller, who I remember him as Mr. X from the X-Files. But, of course, he's a black captain, so all captains have to be black. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. scream it.
0: But he doesn't scream. No, he doesn't. Sometimes actually, he does. Sometimes. He screams, but you know he's doing it to get the best results for the best n- neighborhood outcome.
1: So we meet our... our our heroes for this episode, Tom, played by Johnny Depp, Hanson, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Penn Hall, played by Peter DeLuise. And uh, Fuller's like, look, Hanson, you're on this case. And Hanson, he likes fucking Neil Sedaka. He's like, he's, no, he's nothing to do with punk rock at all. Mm-hmm. i me tell you, I dated oh. a girl oh. who's... This is when we're twenty.
0: Hold on, everybody. We're going into the adult conversation. This no, is uh, no, no,
1: this is the Golden Globus Love Line. No, there's no there's, this is not an after dark Go ahead episode. and call in right now. This is an after dark episode. Her favorite she's twenty, all right. Her favorite singer was Neil Diamond. How does that happen? I have no fucking clue. She into
0: the chest hair and the hair?
1: Well, he did have great hair. So Steady get Here, like, show from our upcoming
0: uh gauge two episode. Really,
1: did he wear a wig? No, he was like balding, like, you always had that balding
0: kind of. Oh, I had one record that I got from my uh history teacher. She gave it to me, and he has this. Did you have beautiful... sex with her? Murray, why is the teacher giving you a gift? I, I mean, I inappropriate. I, I don't know what to tell you here. She gave me a gift. He's trying to say he had sex with her, Murray. Did I... Did okay. you give the, Aren't you glad I sidelined this into the love line, the Golden Globus love line? You give
1: the salami, which have a reference to your teacher.
0: <laughs> that was a bad reference. If it's just salami, hey
1: Joe, Joe, we had on the last episode cracking off. He she gets gave me the two
0: percent. I'll say that much. Ooh, whoa, yeah, I thought you did all over her face.
1: So <laughs> he's like, look, and then then fucking Penhall who's. Straight up hardcore punk
0: He's like What the fuck Why am I not on this case Look at me I slam I jump I dive I do He's like Hanson
1: Have you ever slammed Have you ever been caught in a mosh Have you ever staged
0: Have you ever got your dick sucked In a filthy Shit covered bathroom With no stalls Can I tell you how many times I've been trying to take a piss And there's just One suggestive little note on the door To say don't bust in the bathroom When someone's taking a shit and they bust in and uh, I tried to fucking shit into a can of Have you ever earned it? <laughs> Hanson playing it very cool. Whoa, well, bud. Just hold it right there. I'm a natural. I'll figure it out.
1: And then Fuller goes, look, Penhall. These are educated, upper middle class white kids.
0: You're a fucking idiot.
1: You're a real punk. You want the fake punks. Hanson.
0: You're the man for the job. Two minutes in, the show has already called out the punks. Murray was uh, gatekeeped by <laughs> right, and, and and then then Hanson's like, "Look, I'm going to do
1: it." Because Captain Ballhouse, Ballhouse, he's chomping at the bits to just bust some heads. I feel like because they couldn't swear in this show, and they no, didn't they, get into some of the worst, yeah. like, you know, non-swear. Swear A words.
0: lot of hard punks <laughs> saying,
1: heck. <laughs> Scrap this! Oh, you guys... Someone so actually says Galdarn.
0: Galdarn! That's very Canadian, too. I think these kids are all Canadian. And Fuller's like, look, Hanson, we need to get to the kids! We need to get through
1: these. These are white kids. They're obviously going through shit. We can't and put them in jail. They need to do
0: it fast because they know about Ballhouse. We don't know about Ballhouse. No. But
1: Ballhouse... I don't know if Ballhouse is your recurring character. He's always wanting to bust heads.
0: I have to imagine he is because Ballhouse is an Cap cop. This is the fucking shittiest person because he's like, look, if we don't settle these teens down, they're cutting curfew. Nine o'clock curfew. And if we can't get them under control, we're just going to have to murder them. Right, that is that is literally the tactic of this show that's going to unfold. So Fuller, as a black man, is saying,
1: look, these are just white kids. They're good kids. It's just good, clean fun. We need to get through what's causing this. There's got to be a root cause. It can't be just because they're just born criminals. They're white and they're
0: rich, and that's where we get a beautiful transition. We're hearing great music blasting out. The that slug place—I forget that it. it was called the Slug. Something. I didn't even was notice. And we're just—we're slowly uh, kind of panning out as we watch this guy. Well, we also
1: did find out that Penhal dropped a, You don't know KKK,
0: the Clean oh, Cut Kids, the Clean Cut Kids, the
1: greatest band, the greatest gang, the greatest
0: floor wax. They're everything. You don't even know what a mohawk looks like. So the KKK are at the Slug Palace. wherever yep, the fuck? We're the, outside. We're going down the sidewalk. We're slowly watching as we're scanning up, panning out, boots, leather. With,
1: he had the he had the red checker bondage pants.
0: Yeah, with zippers on yeah. it and everything. He's got suspenders hanging down. That's kind of a little scar. I was explaining to Griff
1: that. like because he he knows hot topic. Like that was around when he was like mm. in his
0: era. Great, yeah, I'm glad you brought this up because I I said to Murray, what the fuck? Because when I saw a kid do this, I mean, in my age of going to concerts in 2000, like three, if I saw someone, I was like, oh, you shop at Hot Topic, right. very cool. No, you
1: would have to find a special punk rock boutique. I remember in Royal Oak, there was a place it's called Incognito. That's where you could get a lot of your punk shit. I remember going to talk some gatekeeping. I went there. Because they had that's the only place. Unless you went to a show, you could not fucking get punk rock band T shirts. So you'd have to go to these special places because oh. there was no hot topic like we just said. And I wanted the Exploited shirt. You probably even you, know, you only like know the Exploited. You know the fucking cover. It's the skull with a mohawk. Mm-hmm. It's 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 on the Let's Start a War. You're talking
0: album. to the audience, of course, because I know the Exploited because yeah, you have taught yeah, me the way. It's the
1: Let's it. Start a War album. Yeah, and I was like, hey, can I? Because it's like up on the wall. You know, can I get this in yeah. you know, like extra large? comes back with just a just it's a generic exploited shirt and I'm like this isn't what I asked for it was like she has such like the bitchy like punk girl like you know like ugh like you know I, I why am I getting this for you
0: one shirt yeah. is the same shirt come on
1: no it's not why I, can't my victory be your victory i want the skull i don't want just anyway so yeah you would you'd have to like you know yeah you have to search for this shit yeah
0: and we you had to earn it Blasted us with that one. So we we continue to scan up. He's got the leather on. He's got t-shirts. He's got cut the spiked ups. Sid vicious yep. hair. T-shirts. Dangling uh, earring. T-shirts. Like. Uh, the safety pinned on to the back of his yeah. leather jacket. He's got studs down the shoulders and everything. Perfect. He's ready. He's blending in. He gets right in there. Punk band's going crazy. We have a new I front. A bald-headed band. chick just
1: gets in his face. Was it
0: a bald-headed chick? Yeah. Because I I am just that's thinking, why it was
1: crazy. Griff is a bald-headed guy who cares.
0: I'm just thinking of the one dude who had the top yeah, I, shave. I, yeah, I saw and that then too. the long flowing bozo. Skullet, you know. Yeah. He shaved it that way though. Yes. Because he's punk and he's right. cool.
1: And so we see the, the clean cut kids are on stage. It's the music is Agent Orange, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's the actors playing the yep. role. And he's just loving it. He's like he's never been to a punk show in his life. He doesn't know anything about punk, but he's immediately just latches on. He's slam, he's caught in a mosh. He's just slamming. Yeah. He's he's watch, he's in awe of kid stage diving. Oh yeah. Kid gets on the amp. Dives off, he's like, I gotta fucking do that. I gotta ingratiate myself to these
0: fucking kids. He's doing it, he's doing it kind of drone like. Like, I don't see him lick his lips or see any kind of glint of joy in his eye. He's like, I'm doing this because this is what. Penhall would do. I got to show up, Penhall. I got to slam. I got to stage dive. He sees his moment. He slips up to the front. The fucking bouncers chuck him 30 feet into the air, and he lands, and he's like, oh, this is pretty good. But then he notices somebody's climbing the speaker stack. And Penhall even said, you wouldn't jump off the speaker stack. So he's like, I got to show him up yet again. So he watches, and the kid's up there doing some fucking air guitars and everything. It's just yeah. dorky as all hell. He rips his shirt off. And he's got his nipples out. He flicks one. He puts an ice cube on the other. Wow. Where'd he get the ice cube? <laughs> Dude, he had it in his pocket, I guess. <laughs> wow. So well, he's got to be cool. Yeah, he's got... Ooh. That's a dad joke.
1: So, yeah, so then uh, Hanson's like, I got to do that. And he does it. And he... he they're in awe. He, the, 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 the KKK kids, the gang earned
0: his respect or they yeah. earn, you earned their respect yeah there's a lot of notice and we keep seeing brian he's nodding in approval right. i like how when he dove down like you see uh out of the cheerleader squads yeah. how they like uh grab their arms together to form like the <laughs> net and catch people right. that's what the punks do right the punks all form that net and catch him and lift him back up and then you know hansen's i, I got another. so
1: this was actually at a metal show but You've been to Harpo's? Oh one my god, time. Harpo's is nuts! Harp-
0: Explain the dip.
1: The dip at Harpo's?
0: How so the, the stage? stage is forty-five the, feet yeah, up?
1: The stage? Yeah, no, it's not that high, but it is like eight feet, something like that. It's more than that. It's no, 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 it's not that high. It looked that high to you, but it's not because it, it was an old like theater and it was an orchestra pit. Okay, so the the pit are using quotation marks. She so had the pit, and then uh, it was and it's a huge club. It was this was our, one, our heavy metal club in Detroit. And it's not even one of the shittiest parts. Like, like every heavy metal punk place is in the shittiest part, whatever city you're in. But a uh, guy got on stage, and he did, like, Jesus Christ, both oh, <laughs> backwards, yes. and he oh. just fell back. And people just, people, people parted, like, the Red Sea to use another Bible reference.
0: Double Bible reference. I and it, it was a fucking
1: concrete floor. And this dude got fucked up. Even, like, the lead singer was like, God damn, somebody check <laughs> on that motherfucker. Oh,
0: but, all right, so get to that- that, his back in the ground was probably louder than their fucking music. Yeah. That shit, like, I love that venue because it slopes straight down. You hit the orchestra pit, and then it's a wall, padded wall, that goes eight feet mm-hmm. up. And it is, it's bizarre. Yeah. It's it's crazy.
1: And so, yeah, so the gang, the KKK kids notice them. And he they go outside, like, uh, smoke cigarette, drink some beer, and he follows them. Mm-hmm.
0: And he's like, "Hey, he, he warms straight up to Brian. He knows that's his end. I don't. Did they show a picture of Brian, or did he just immediately know I got to talk to Brian? I don't know. I don't know. I, I maybe they had maybe they had KKK shit on their like jackets. Maybe, I don't know because I never understood how we picked it out. And even when we watched it again, I didn't see like a a headshot of Brian. He just gravitated. He's that good. He's yeah. one, He if if." This character real, Tom Hansen. He would be one of the Golden Globes Theater's uh, investigative journalists. Right, we'd hire him. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, he latches on. and He's like, hey, you know, I like punk rock, too.
0: Where are we going to go to drink? He he put his arm over his shoulder. Where are we going right. to go to drink next, Buds? Coming on really
1: hard. Yeah. And it kind of turns Brian off. Brian just, is, yeah. He's like, whoa, what do you mean we? And then as they're talking, Lancer, who's the lead singer of the KKK band, comes out. He's like, hey, hey, hey. Sissies, what the fuck's up? We gonna party or what? And they're like, oh, we sure are, Lancer. So you can see that Lancer, he's like the leader. Because, like, this is is another accurate thing. There'd be, oh, my God, this... If you're, like, an adult, it's the cringiest thing, seeing a grown man hanging out with teenage kids. Dude, they nailed this. And they're only hanging out with him because he can get them beer, is why they're hanging out with him. The the saddest one was the aging skinhead, because when I was... I don't know, I can't speak on it now, but when I was, like, late 80s, early 90s, when I was going on a lot of shows skinhead scene was huge in detroit i don't know why it would in detroit it would be so damn huge but it was and you'd see like these like this pathetic like fucking aging skinheads and like they're hanging out with like 15 year old kids and shit and
0: i mean the crazy i've been to is the anarchy house i forget what it's called but they do shows there and i've gone to a couple of like their big nights they have where they play music for like nine hours and I've never seen a skinhead there. I've seen a lot of rude people. I haven't seen skinheads in years, but yeah. they were all
1: over the fuck. They were they're fucking assholes. Not the... even, take out the racism. They were just fucking assholes. Yeah, and they're always trying to fuck with people and crowd kill. And they would do a thing where they would like get in the back of the hall at like, like, Saint Andrews, which is like mm-hmm. a like, small uh, concert venue here. And they would link arms like a chain and then yeah. rush the fucking stage. It's a long,
0: narrow hallway. So they, yeah. yeah, it's like 15 feet across. So, yeah, doing something like that would be fucking and then, obnoxious. Oh, I fucking hate
1: skinheads. So, anyway, so. They're like, uh, well, maybe next time we'll hang out with you, Hanson. Maybe.
0: Maybe. We'll,
1: we'll check you out at school tomorrow. Also, they assume he goes to the school that they go to. I, I don't
0: know. know why, but they, I don't know. Cops And work. then they give
1: him shit like, why are you in the school later on? They're like, yeah. first of all, they assume he's going to school.
0: Yes, exactly. They ask him right off the bat, why aren't you going to school? And he says, I just got to town. From I, Oklahoma. From Wisconsin. <laughs> I hung out with Fonzie.
1: So after the concert, Penhall picks up Hanson and he wants all the deets, man. He's like, "Yeah, I'm sure you were just in the corner playing with yourself, making notes." He's like, "You fuck, I wasn't. I slam dance. What? You slam dance and I missed it.
0: Oh my god.
1: He's just fuck. He's like blown away. He's like, "None of that. I jumped off the fucking the, the fucking martial arts. Mm-hmm.
0: What? They instantly accepted me. I gotta tell you. He pulls out a pipe and lights it up." Puts on a little jacket and everything. I got to tell you, these kids are just like any other kids. Yeah, they're just they're just
1: good kids. All right, man. they just
0: want to kind of rebel against what their parents have uh, formed around them. They they have a pecking order. They have no idea what they're doing. They're just blindly right. following. You can't you can't expect them to live up to
1: you know the social norms. They're just kids. They are just
0: kids. The
1: good, rich, white kids. We need to understand these kids.
0: And uh, we, get, uh, we get to understand the kids a little better because they're leaving. We're talking about the KKK kids. Right. They are leaving the parking lot, which this is the <laughs> – we've gone to a lot of trashy you know, venues and everything. God love them. I wish they were still around. I hope they haven't closed down, but I know a couple of them Anyone already knows have.
1: knows me, first of all. I don't like paying service fees for tickets. No, I don't God. like paying for parking.
0: Oh, I my God. I only pay for parking if I... Had.
1: That was the one good thing about... For a while. Detroit's. You know, we actually are having a renaissance in Detroit now. With shit being built up. But it was for years, it was a dead city. The one and good by thing, renaissance,
0: you mean Buffalo Wild
1: Wings is coming right, in. Exactly.
0: Well, yeah, exactly.
1: But uh, one good thing was... Parking was free. Like you could you don't have to pay to fucking park yeah. any fucking way.
0: Well I mean as of pre COVID, I still hadn't really paid for park I paid for parking one time. You searched search for it when though, I though. got Yeah. yeah I, I got it pretty narrowed down, but one time I was super late and I pulled into a lot and it was marked fifteen and they charged me twenty. I was like, You fucking ass God damn you. When I had my tiny truck Mm-hmm. Which is the size of an old sedan, or a current sedan, you know? Yeah. They charged me triple. They were like, yeah, you got a truck. And I was like, motherfucker, an, it's I, smaller than a Focus. I
1: would have left. I would have looked for a street to park on. Yeah. But,
0: triple triple was $15. Still. It's, it's the, it was it's, annoying. It's the principle. Yeah.
1: But yeah, so well the guy normally you pay when you arrive. This one you
0: pay when you leave. Yeah, you give them the ticket and you pay when and you leave. It's not like a parking
1: garage where they actually do that in the parking
0: it garage. It was it was a, a rocky it was a rocky empty lot That's with glass everywhere. Lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the guy just had the audacity to ask the $5. Hello. Tickets. Tickets.
0: Alright, that'll be five I bucks, need boys. I need a and they all have to amongst themselves, like who's got the five? Shit, I don't
1: have any money. I mean shucks, I don't have any. Yeah, it was shucks. Jumps. It was and shucks. And they finally come up with a five and like the guy smirks Like, what are you smirking at with you fucking scumbag punk rockers coming up scratching up five dollars. Yeah. And that just hits the nerve of Lancer because Lancer obviously is an insecure guy, he's hanging out with children. Yes. And so they come back <laughs> as Brian was driving? Brian but, was driving. Brian's
0: almost he's, hes almost killed two people now. Yes. But he's
1: a good kid because he gets good grades. Yes. He's
0: in all the advanced courses. They
1: drive through the key little kiosks that the, the, the bar intended Has Almost killed this guy. Yeah. Because he
0: dared to smirk at them. But we do learn later on that Brian is into that kind of thing. <laughs> Like, near murder, it's, scaring the yeah. shit out of somebody, yeah. but not actual murder. Yeah, so he's a good kid. Like, you said, he's a good kid. Yeah, he just likes to scare the shit out of people. You know, like, <laughs> run up to a cop and shoot a gun off by him just, just to him. spook him. Yeah, he just wants to make you think he's going to kill you. Yeah. All right, bell rings. Class is in. We're finally going to the first day of school. I like this outside. Well, there not was the a first big...
1: day. This is the middle of the school year.
0: Well, yeah, it's middle yeah. of school. It's our first day of going to school. It's also Tom's first day of going that's to that's school. That's why I pointed it out. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and uh, we're we're like seeing Brian coming from outside. He's got all of his drugs by him.
1: Got ca- his fucking turtleneck on with a gigantic denim jacket,
0: black turtleneck sweater, blue denim jacket. No studs, no bands. Gigantic, nothing. Oh, he's swimming in this jacket. Yeah, no, no bands, no nothing. I've gone to school with. Plenty by the of- way,
1: this episode is everywhere. It's on Tubi. It's on YouTube. Oh yeah, Mean Streets and Pastel Houses.
0: Go do your research. <laughs> and it's it's fascinating because punk on the streets child in the <laughs> school cheats right yeah it makes perfect sense once again like I said they're just like they're hitting all the beats like even his friends were wearing their punk colors yeah. but Brian when he goes to school is a completely different person he grabs right. like He's a chameleon he grabs, like, a, a cute, like, innocent-looking girl, girl. Yeah. who me and Murray had a long conversation. <laughs> is this kid's name Darby? Because he goes, hey, Darby. <laughs> but Darby's the girl. Okay, Okay. and so we go into our first class, Teach by Terry. He's got a gun to every kid's head. <laughs> yeah. This is why we're doing this episode, because Murray was yeah. like, We in with class It's 1984. a nice chaser for class, which has yeah. been
1: big for us. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks, everybody. But, uh, yeah, so, this, like, the class lets out, and the teacher's like, Brian, Frank. He says, Frank. Okay, <laughs> he literally says
0: fucking Frank. And, oh, my God, I've talked too much about my notes already, but I was so fierce. I turned on closed captioning for this because I couldn't catch this kid's name. And we're like, is it Darby? Is it Lieutenant Larry? <laughs> is it? Is it It's." it's Do you Fra- know
1: the things we go through to make the notes for you guys? Oh, my God. But, yeah, and I'll, this is our second X-File character. The cigarette-smoking man is the fucking teacher of this kid. Oh, okay. And he's like, "Look, he's like, you're another A plus for you, but I've noticed that you're you're kind of withdrawn now. You're not playing football anymore.
0: You used to be in the chess club. You used to be uh, the assistant librarian. I noticed the the, the full time librarian you used to have a sex lonely. with his hot
1: Spanish teacher. You're not pleasing her anymore. What is going, going on, on with these kids?" And he's just like, look, maybe I'm just not into that shit anymore. Okay, that stuff anymore.
0: Uh, Brian, are you? Uh, Frank, excuse me. Are you having the time of your life right now? I mean, this is this is the glory days. I remember when I was Brian. Could you sit, Frank? Can you sit down real quick? I gotta tell you, when I was your age, the librarians and the Spanish teachers were even hotter, and I were fucked wow. both of them. Wow. And the lunch ladies, I fucked them too. And by fuck, I mean, shucks, I uh, gave him a corning, because it's network TV.
1: And he's like, look, Mr. Cigarette Smoking Man, I don't have time for this. Cafeteria waits. Mm. So he go to the cafeteria, this is where you see Hanson, he's got his 2%. He's got he's got the mac and cheese, whatever the fuck. I don't even remember what they would give. We didn't. I, I, I explained to Griff and blew his mind. We didn't have a cafeteria at my fucking school.
0: Well, you and well, yours is even more crazy because you it guys just crazy. sat on the floor in the gym.
1: No, we didn't. We just didn't have lunch. Oh, you just didn't have lunch. Okay, I got to remember.
0: That's crazy. We and just then, went home. And then Joe was saying that that's what they. did I bet at one
1: time when my mom went, they probably. Did like you could just go off campus and get something, but they wouldn't let you leave the campus? I wonder. Because it was like, remember, it was like a prison was, when I was. Were you, is this high school? Yeah.
0: Did you do, did, did you have the same we situation? Did have when gef, in, we did have school?
1: cafeteria in middle school and, and grade school, yes. We just did not in high school.
0: So in grade
1: school, what I would do is walk home. They let they let well, me yeah just walk I, well, home. yeah one time yeah I'm sure when my like I said when my mom went they could do that too but uh, yeah, when I went no you couldn't leave the yeah
0: they let me walk home like every day I would walk home like every day for lunch when I was going through I school. could have one say lived a couple blocks from
1: my yeah school. that was
0: my situation I lived a block away and they would just let me walk home so well why not if you can't you're back in time who cares I yeah it was a good time I loved it but you know, then like you know,
1: it was like, oh my god, someone's gonna molest kids, keep them in school, or, yeah. or whatever that shit.
0: So, anyways, we got this is our introduction of Dougie into the mix. Yes, our man
1: Penhall, he mm-hmm. went undercover as Dougie, mm-hmm. and well, no, this, this is not where we were introduced. We are we're he's talking to Hanson, but he doesn't go to the the uh, KKK kids. He meets the KKK kids later. He talks to Hanson. just is like, hey, I'm your backup. Just, you know, let me know what's up. He's got the gigantic fucking trench coat on. He's swimming in that. Yeah. And then, because Hanson's still working these guys, he's not in yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just like, he just sits down at their table, and Brian's like, what do you think you're doing? Well, here's the thing I can't eat standing up because it makes my stomach a little sour. And he's like, well, that sounds accurate. That sounds, yeah, I can believe that. Okay.
0: And he's like, "Well, what do you do? What are you doing here in the middle of school year?" I'm
1: from Oklahoma.
0: Yeah, my mom she couldn't handle me anymore, so she sent me to live with my
1: stepdad. Yeah, because we know like step parents like if you're if they're not married to your mom anymore, they're gonna
0: want to raise you. Like you're not my kid yet, I'm gonna raise you. And Jimmy or Spook in the back there, it was this kid who always had like one spooky. Uh, he had like a devil's lock, but it was, yeah, it, was it was curled hair that flowed over <laughs> his nose and everything. And he's like, "Hey, you seem pretty all right to me. We all have weird home lives to talk about. My dick gives me a kiss on the lips before I go to bed." <laughs> yeah. And he goes, "My B O Y tumor
1: tumor <laughs> tumor." But- <laughs> Played by. I want to point out if any of your like, and my I know if our boy pigeon still listening to us, he would know because he loves Beverly Hills 90210. Played by Jason Priestley, the star of Beverly Hills nine zero two one zero. Oh shit, that's him. Tober. Yeah, he's like this guy's living on the street, selling
0: his ass under a bridge. <laughs> oh my god! You think he's warming his butthole? No, he's selling his butthole. Hold his ice. He met uh, he met a woman, Lee Min, there, but she disappeared. So they're
1: they're they're uh, they're bonding over their suburban traumas, you know. So
0: yes, their suburban trauma. <laughs> I could not get a PS2 because I had already had an Xbox. <laughs> I fucking hate my mom; she's a bitch. And so they're bonding, and they're like. Then uh,
1: Brian goes, you know, you're all right. Maybe you can meet the man himself, Lancer.
0: Because he he asked him, hey, that band, KKK, I noticed your gang has the same name. Uh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, why are you naming yourself that's a racist organization? Couldn't you do anything else? Anything else? I mean, I guess I get it because KKK stands for the clean cut kids. and They're just trying to be edgy suburban white kids. Right, yeah. I get I. I think that's 100% accurate. But the fact that they're running around in school, not Brian, of course, because we've already talked about it. He's turtleneck sweater. He's that poser is what he is. Hey, oh, yeah. But all the other drugs they're all wearing the shit. Wearing the fucking colors. They're man. wearing the colors. I mean, we just needed the fucking uh, dude from class of 84 with the swastika shirt. No, I'm just being ironic, man. It's no big deal. All right, but yeah, he asked him, "What's with the name KKK? Are you like just knocking off the ban? Which, of course, is a very you can't do that if you're punk. Oh, you want to know about why we do the name? Oh, why don't you hear it from the horse's mouth? Excuse me, I burped. So later
1: on, as yeah, as yeah, you, if you're like really hardcore punks, you hang out at a diner,
0: just like normal right. diner. Like normal you've diner. been to dive bars, dive diners, normal." Yeah, and we got we see Lancer, he's holding cords, like, you see man, the system is trying
1: to keep you down. They tell you what to dress how you dress, what to wear, how you think which is basically what Lancer's telling us because this is also suburban punk like it's always, once again, very accurate. Yeah. And he's just, you know uh what do they call that? Projecting? He's projecting. that projection. And uh, he sees uh, – he can already – because this guy, he's so insecure. Obviously, he's hanging out with children again. That he sees a new person. He's kind of a little threatened by uh, Hanson. He's like, who's this guy?
0: Yeah, who's this dweeb walking in? Who's this D-W-E-E-B? That's why they said B-O-Y is because Lancer always likes to spell out. You know, right. that's his thing. He throws it.
1: So – and that, is that why Spooky was trying
0: to, like, mimic That's him? what I'm saying yeah. is that he was Im- – yeah.
1: So well, Jesse's about to get in the face of Hanson. Some boys come in with Dougie, who's Penhall. Because I guess he was like lurking in the background. Dougie sh- Jones? No. <laughs> and he brings him in. That's a very Dougie Jones answer
0: <laughs> coffee.
1: Okay. <laughs> so they drags in Doug. And they're about to pummel the fuck because he, he's a dweeb, man. He's he got a little he's got a baby nang chin. He's got
0: a, okay. He does not look like a teenager. He's got a fucking duster on, <laughs> gigantic he, duster. He's got a button-up shirt. He's got slicked-back little nang he's got Chan. He's got
1: kind of a new wave thing going on, a little bit. I agree. Yeah, yeah. like a business new wave. Yeah, like he looks like he's going to be selling you insurance. Got the skinny tie. And they're about to pummel him, and then Hanson like thinks on his feet, he's like, no, whoa, whoa,
0: this is good. I really, I, okay, I'm sorry. I really appreciate it about the show, seeing him think on his feet like this and everything. They build up tension pretty well because you know they're undercover and they got to get to these kids, so it works out really well. And he hears Lancer telling them, "Take this kid out back and just kick his fucking teeth in." And Dougie, you know, our uh, uh, Tom steps in and he's he's got a mouthful.
1: Right, he's like, look. This, this is Dougie, man. He's my stepbrother. Sure, he's a dweeb, but he's all right. And if you kick his ass, and my fucking old man finds out he's going to kick my ass, and I'm going to come back and kick your
0: ass. So why don't we save me the trouble, and I'll take you out back right now with your fucking flight of seagulls, stupid flight molded the, hair. Of combination of flight
1: of <laughs> and flock of seagulls, flight <laughs> of the seagulls.
0: They were also avoiding copyright, so they went with flight of the seagulls. He did have dumb mullet. We like, all had dumb hair. Oh, it was awful. Why well, don't I take your flight of seagull's ass out back and just handle it right now? I'll wrap it all up and send you back to uh, Edmonton. Oh, this new guy's got a little mouth out of him. I kind of like that. And he's just relaxing a little bit. And me and Murray are trained. We know fast and loose. We're Sensei seagull students. All right. And we see... He's doing a sensei Seagal disarmament. He's disarming Hansen so we can go into his knife and pull out his little. Go into his knife and pull out <laughs> his pocket? <laughs> go
1: into his pocket and pull out his little switchblade. And, you know, Hansen's a trained cop, okay? So he goes into, like, fight or flight mode, grabs, immediately grabs, and puts his arm behind his back.
0: Oh, I see you're a sensei student yourself. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's and then cool.
1: Lancer, obviously. You think I was
0: really gonna stab right. you, man? All right. Obviously humiliated, so he tries to cover up. Oh, really yeah. stab oh yeah. He you. fluffs his jacket, he combs his hair. It was actually a knife comb, so he just combs his so hair. Like,
1: you're alright, Hanson. Maybe you could hang out with us. So and they're... then they do.
0: Like, I'm pretty sure the scene transitions <laughs> to them still there. Or in another diner. Or so there's in a lot another of diners diner. they go to. But we recognize the menu of this diner. Atomic Vinny Slam. <laughs> oh man, yeah this this is you.
1: Twenty minutes, you get attacked. Yeah, of the diarrhea kind. <laughs> but this car, a friendly neighbor show up and they're pissed because their boys in the hospital, so they want revenge.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, the Flanders King. I was like, the friendly neighbors. What are you talking about? Oh, this is so Canadian, man. And they call out the KKK boys. And the KKK
1: boys are ready for fights. So they come out. And we get a fucking eight-year-old. We're going <laughs> to fucking break your neck. We're going to stomp on you. We're going to piss on your mother's face.
0: <laughs> and they're all like, oh, yeah, are you? And they open the door. And he goes, oh, shit, a <laughs> As soon just... as they open the door. Why did do they unlock the door? As soon as they open the door, they just fucking take off. And all the troops are like, yeah, we got him, man. We fucking showed them. Who's boss? And Brian's just like. Yeah, we really did a number on them, and he's just not into he's, this anymore. He's and, just disillusioned. Uh, and Tom is seeing this. They're reading right. each other's eyes. And so they hang out outside the diner in the parking lot, and they're just smoking cigarettes like cool kids do. And they're talking about vandalism and punk rock and anarchy like, you know, kids do. And uh, Dougie's trying to hang, but he's having a hard time. Because he hasn't switched right. out his clothes, so they're still not accepting of well, him.
1: Well, his role is of a dweeb. We know that Penhall's hardcore as fuck, but his role is a dweeb. So he's just like, "All right, guys, it's almost nine o'clock, curfew. We got to get home. Our old man is going to kick our asses." And that's when
0: Tober pipes up, "Doug, Dougie, can I call you Doug? I think we need to change your clothes, change your attitude, change your name, and make you." more, ex- you know, and make us accept you a little yeah. bit more. Make you more of an individual. Make you mo- yeah, you're making more. Yeah. You make you more of an individual. Like, first off, just change your name. Like me. <laughs> I changed my name. I, w- I was Topher before. <laughs> now I'm Tober. He's like, what kind of
1: what kind of fucking name is Tober? What does it even mean? After my favorite month? And he gives us look. What? Great facials by Penhall. Like, yeah. Penhall kills it.
0: October, the greatest death month of all time. That's when everything dies. Uh-oh.
1: And then was like, look, I got to fucking bail. I See you guys later. He takes off. Brian, uh, Tom's still working Brian, so they decide to head over to Brian's place, have a slumber party.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're going to have a little slumber party. They're walking up the stairs. Uh, isn't your mom going to know a stranger's coming in her house at 3.30 in the morning? My mom knows. If I come home with anybody, they is cool. So they go to the room. Brian's like, look,
1: man, I got to study. Is that, is that, is that going to offend you? Is it? And Hanson's playing cool. No, no, no man,
0: that's cool. He's got the okay, – Murray, we got to talk about this bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Perfect white suburban <laughs> kid bedroom. He's got his – own personal computer, perfectly spread out bed sheets. Clothes are laid out for the next day, all ironed. Uh, the fucking overflowing. Uh, his he's got three different jean jackets, and it's all ironed out. Porsche poster on the wall. Got to have big dreams, you know. You, you gotta got to. Dr- you gotta have ambitions. And he's just like he's like, yeah. Hey, so you're
1: like in the advanced classes, aren't you? He's like, this gets too important. Like I have to reach this kid, right. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I, if I get to the advanced classes, I get to skip my freshman year in college, man. Yeah. He gets to skip. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. And then he's like, you know what? You're a smart guy. Why are you with these KKK crew. He's like, you wouldn't understand. I'm not getting into you it. You haven't earned
0: it. <laughs> wow. I mean, this guy, he's like
1: a, a woman. You're trying to get in the bed. He's just like really making
0: him work. And he tells Brian, well, it's the first date. He tells Brian, go to bed. Our Brian tells Tom, "Go to bed." And Tom, he's in his Tom, dog bed, like, dog. like Milo
1: from Cage Two. which you hear about in a few days.
0: So Brian just pulls his jacket over his face. All right, <laughs> night, man. Have some good studying. If you need a study partner, that's me. Next day, checks and like, "Doug was trying
1: to say we need to go back and check into the precinct last night, but he he's like, I know this kid can be saved, so I'm gonna I'm gonna risk getting chewed out by Fuller to to, to spend the night." But when he comes in, Fuller is fucking pissed. He's like, Look, motherfucker, you had me worried. I was up all night worrying you were gonna get breaked under the bridge. I, I don't know, know what's going on.
0: Come on, Fuller. Just know these people are willingly going under the bridge to get their butthole warmed. It's not a thing. Okay. He's like, look, Fuller, I can get through this kid. He's rich. He's white. He's pure. Like you said. He's a smart white kid.
1: Right. He just needs to be set straight. Right, he just needs a slap on the wrist. You don't need to put these guys in you jail. You could probably
0: tell him his college career is in jeopardy if he keeps down this path, and that would do it. But I got to get him away
1: from this Lancer guy. He's a fucking piece of shit. Captain goes, okay, I, you're doing you're doing God's work. Save this the is
0: interesting kids. because he just chewed, the captain has chewed him out, and we know from the adult world of action movies, the captains always stick far up their ass. Right. Very angry. Two weeks away from uh, retirement. So they're <laughs> like, get results now. But this captain's like, Hanson, fantastic job, fantastic <laughs> like, ass, f- fantastic hair. From
1: what you said, I can tell this kid's very sensitive. So I want you to work him slowly. Get
0: results. Make sure he's comfortable with you. Get in that bed. <laughs> get those details. Get into that PC. Figure out if he has anything don't, weird don't on Don't hurt it. his feelings, whatever you do. Don't hurt his feelings.
1: And so the next day we're at school and Brian, like you said, Brian's wanted, you can tell he just, he's a disillusioned. He wants something about
0: uh, Tom coming into his atmosphere, his stratosphere, brother, his stratosphere has thrown his his circulation around Lance off completely because Brian's thinking straight for the first time ever. He's like, you know what? Fuck Lancer. Let's play us a little two hand touch. (laughs) All right. And the guy's like,
1: what? That's for, like, jocks, man. We can't. That's not punk rock. Yeah. Who the fuck says what's punk rock and what isn't punk rock? Come on. Let's do this.
0: Brian's speaking some truth for once. Right, like, dude. who's saying?
1: <laughs> and Tom's like, fuck yeah, let's do this. And they all go, mm, okay. And then, because remember,
0: these guys have known each other since they were in uh, grade three. Yes, yes. And, of course, he got a nice shot of Dougie <laughs> wandering in the background. Very Doug Jones of him. <laughs> and he goes, hey, Dougie, come over here. Coffee. And he walks over and he plays some football with them, too. Not only is he in the background, Lancer is in the background, and he is furious. Well, because they used his flea flicker move, but they called it the Brian special, not the Lance special. Well,
1: I thought he was just mad because he needs them to drive him around because he's just a loser who doesn't have a car. (laughs) That is what it was he's just standing he's all like pouting kicking a fucking telephone pole i don't care what you guys are doing meanwhile brian born leader born leader fucking tom brady reincarnated if he just had that flowing mane he's just like all right omaha omaha hut hut and then these kids do set plays for touch
0: football. Dude, touch football plays. And it was a perfect pick and roll. They complete the pass. They score the touchdown. They spike it. And then Spooky, in the middle of his dance, he's doing a backflip. Hey, man, Lance is looking at us. And sure enough, Lance is over there chain-smoking like a motherfucker. We are seeing the background of this city. It's a suburban little town. It is just upper middle class all fucking day perfect McMansions lawns Wife's outside with lemonade just shaking it for the for the mailman the, mail, the Bukowski's walking around fucking everybody. It's amazing backdrop. And then you have Lancer in the middle of it. It's very it's very crazy. And he gestures Brian goes,
1: "Oh, don't worry, I'll handle Lancer." So he goes over to Lancer. And that he, beautiful scarf! Oh my God, this is the scarf. He's got the toe. I I think Duran Duran had it in one of their videos. It's this giant Taliban scarf. It's very unpunk, very. But maybe very punk because if he, he had like some big
0: shit. sunglasses and then that like more accessories, but he just has his black sweater, yeah. his jean jacket, and then this gigantic purple scarf. Yeah. So it's it kind of stands out. In an unpunk way, like you said. Yeah, and Lancer is total punk. He's got a d got a sword earring through yeah. his ear. Everybody else is looking like their breakfast club bender, you know?
1: Right, yeah. And he's just like, What's going on here? You guys are supposed to drive me down to the methadone clinic. <laughs> and he's, just, he's just
0: like You know my mom needs her groceries tonight.
1: And he's just like,
0: We're just having some fun. That doesn't look like fun to me. That's like some jock shit to me. Jocks aren't punk i told you guys this mustaches and beards don't belong punks (laughs) punks and skins long hairs and skins mustache
1: and beard separate cats and dogs get it and then you see there's a, there's
0: a a little power struggle brian's like No, I don't think so. Yeah, I've known these guys, like you said, from grade grade three. three. These are my droogs, you know? They follow me. They're my idiots. They're all in the dummy classes. I'm in the advanced class. And Lance was like, oh, yeah, you think that? Oh,
1: yeah, I could have them eaten out of the palm of my hand right now. If
0: I were to punch you in the mouth and make you bleed out your teeth, who do you think they would come defend, you or me?
1: And he's like, grade three. And he's like, I'll give you your grade three, and just they're talking. A cop car starts driving down the We've street. We've seen these cops before at the uh, at the right. club. They're giving them shit at the club.
0: You got uh, Carl Winslow there from Family Matters, and some other undescript white cop with them.
1: And uh, our boy Lancers walks right
0: in front of him, jaywalks. Yeah, he's trying to win back his audience over the most anarchist way he knows how. Right, he, how. telling the cops to stick it. Yeah, and the cops stop obviously because you cannot disrespect the
1: cop or they will kill you. And they get out, and they go, huh, here is the uh, uh, they ticket. They already for- have the ticket written yeah, up. for jaywalking. And he's like, how much is this going to cost? 35 And he just crumbles it up, throws it. Well, here's a ticket for littering. Mm. Well, how much is this going to cost? 85 Oh, and judge For inflation, Griff, that's $10,000.
0: Why don't you? <laughs> Especially when you do the exchange of the Canadian exchange. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then he goes, Lancer why don't you guys add that up for me and when you're done calculating it with your super cop brains, I'll uh, go ahead and pay it. Until then, I'll just lay here and wait. And he lays down on the ground. This is is so accurate. I could totally see some douche fucking suburban kid doing it's totally because he knows the
1: cops aren't going to kick his ass it's a Karen
0: it's a Karen throwing a fit at a grocery store about wearing a mask so he lays down on the ground and all the drugs. Brian is scowling the (laughs) drugs. yeah man you tell him and he's just like cops I'm just going to lay here because you're going to beat my ass anyway so I might as well be on the ground when you start kicking my shit in shoot in
1: and they're like get the fuck up they pick him up Lancer just throws a punch at a cop. Yeah, he punches him in the ribs. And they rough him up, throw him in the back.
0: Excuse me, the kidney.
1: In the kidney. Take him away, haul him off to the, in the paddy wagon. Droogs, loving it. They are good. They're foaming at the mouth. Loving it get yet curious about it because they're later at they're at the park, which you know, all hardcore punks hang out the park at night. And Brian, I think it was Brian was like, "Look, man, it's it's Dude,
0: it's, dude, dude, he's playing hum- a harmonica. harmonica yes, he is. And he's just like guys I think it, I think it's time to turn in for the night I I got some AP calc to do and like
1: what the fuck, man? They got Lancer. He's like, yes. Yeah, so we gotta do something. Fuck those
0: pigs. <laughs> well, he, said, well, he said, "Frick those pigs." Because it's, it's. Excuse yeah. me. We're getting a little too excited talking <laughs> right. about this, so we're using swears. <laughs> uh, we're trying to correct ourselves. We might forget, but come on, guys. Remember, we did the Christian thing. We sold out for the <laughs> devil because the devil's got. He's he's great. He's got the better songs. He's got the better songs.
1: So one, I
0: don't know who this. Who's Jimmy? We'll call him Jimmy. I thought, yeah. I think it was Jimmy. Okay, there was a Jimmy, and I think it was him.
1: And he's like, "I got the perfect plan. I just called the cops. Said there's a robbery going on at the uh, Bayside Supermarket, and I'm gonna decapitate this friggin' cop."
0: He starts tying off some kind of apparatus to a tree, and he's gonna. Well, no, shoot.
1: He's, he's his plan is to hit him in the chest. But he's like, and then Hanson's like, "What the f- what the hell If you f- fucking hit him in the neck? You'll kill him. Decapitate him." All the better. Yeah. Penhall grabs Tom. We got to stop this shit. What the
0: fuck's going on here? Tom turns around. He fucking slugs the guy who's ready for murder. And the punks start, like, fighting amongst each other. It's a heavy scene. The cop on the motorbike goes flying by. So it's like, okay, at least there's not going to be a cop murder tonight because who knows what would happen. And then they, uh, Tom and Penhall, they run off to call it in. Right. And that's where we get our character who sung the theme song, apparently. Yeah. And their offices are dressed up perfectly. They're in an abandoned church, which is already cool enough. Beautiful, original wooden floors. They would give you the whole tour and tell you everything about it. She's got the cat clock where the eyes move and the tail wags. And she's got a neon like star shooting across the sky. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Great setting, yeah. yeah.
1: And she's like, look, I just heard word came down. Ballhouse is ready to bust some heads. Get out of there.
0: Yeah, ball Ballhouse is dropping his balls on the uh, punks. putting his balls to the wall. Yeah, he's going to stank him up. So it's
1: straight out of, like, it's a fucking Antifa riot now because they got the tear gas, they got the tack
0: dogs, they got this, the fire this, hoses. Oh, this whole fucking scene triggered me. I hate police dogs. Why do we let dogs fight our fights? Fuck people. They got the rubber it's, bullets. It's almost as bad. For me, it's almost as bad as what's-his-name, but that is worse because they make dog fighting. I don't like dogs fighting.
1: You and me both, buddy. And so he these just busting heads. I'm like, oh shit! And it's like, it was
0: like, why can't we just get through to these kids? So I guess what happened is Hanson and Penhall actually go to jail because I saw I saw them the second time watching I that thought they, they just got away. I, got away. I, I I couldn't tell, but a bunch of the punks got. And I love this. Fullers get a fucking diss these. Quote unquote punks, so hard in a minute here. They're back. Penholland. Well, he doesn't do it.
1: Tom does it. Hanson does Oh, Tom did it. it? Yeah.
0: That's right. So he did go to jail with them because he, he saw yeah, it himself. Yeah. yeah. And he's like,
1: half these kids had their own, guy, they paid their bail with their credit cards. <laughs> like, what kind of
0: punks are these guys? It explains why they couldn't come up with five bucks because they don't carry cash like people do today, except right. you. Yeah. I'm old school. And so
1: yeah, and then like then we learned that uh is this where we learned that the kid died? Spray paint We're about wall?
0: to. We learned they get uh they have some info on Lance. His name is like Nathan Knife Jr. or something. I forget his full name. But they're like, There's an APB on him for him pulling a knife on you.
1: Yeah, and he's on parole too. Yeah, so yeah. So it's a parole violation. So they could easily go after and get him. And then Hanson's like, No! This Bryant kid's too special. He's too unique. I have to save him, and I know I can do it if you just let Lancer go. I got to get through to these
0: kids, <laughs> and uh, of course, Fuller's coming through now, and he's he's got to have his conversation with them. Just like, look, I get it. You got to get these kids. I think you can do this. I really think you can pull it off. But you got to remember, Ballhaus has me by the balls here. He's getting ready. To do his own form of justice, and that's when I love this about Penhall. Penhall goes, oh, yeah, his form of justice, bashing skulls and fucking children. That guy is the total fucking Nazi cop. Boss does sound like a piece of shit. He is. I mean, we did see the, the ball bag. We saw the violent scenes. They were bashing the fuck out of those kids for breaking curfew, which reminds me of certain situations that happened last summer.
1: Yeah.
0: So, uh, wow, 21st Jump Street, predicting the future. Good job. 21st Jump Street. So, cut to another diner. <laughs> what These kids, are, they just love their cheap coffee and uh, nice eggs. over even he has
1: priors, Lancer, because he's white, he got out on bail because he's out of jail. And he's just like, look, man, we got to take it to these fucking
0: pigs, man. Real anarchism. Not like, you know, how you guys give me a lot of your money and then I go and live with my mom and, (laughs) you know, I'm on our health care
1: and everything. So now we're going to learn what anarchy means to rich white kids. It means
0: get in your car and run over mailbox. There's a nice little chicken fight with Brian here because Brian's like, (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Are you a chicken? You don't call me a chicken. I don't think you can keep up with... Brian's trying to... What I'm doing here, Brian is trying to uh, ruffle his feathers. What is the thing they do when they puff up to look bigger than they puff are? Puff up, yeah. They puff up. Brian's trying to puff up. I don't know about that, friend. I, uh, You're going to be in my tracks trying to keep up with me because you're an old-timer. You're a 50-year-old drunk hanging out with teenagers. We're going to run circles around you, bud. And then we hit... Street, you see, you see, we still got Dougie and uh, Tom in the picture, and their faces—they're shaking so their disappointed. heads. Disappointed. They're How? like, I thought I was getting through to these kids. How do we get through to these kids? They're not even eating their fucking scrambled eggs. They're so disgusted. They thought they had them in their palm, and then you, okay, let's go to your yeah. montage. Your montage of mailbox and lawn jockey We play. We play blood stained again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the words to the song. Speed kills.
1: Fast Speed cars, kills. Cheap thrills. Rich start. girls. Fine wine. I lost my sense of lost control. I lost my mind. And so, yeah, they're smashing. It's, all they're doing is smashing mailboxes and lawn
0: jockeys. And lawn jockeys and trash cans. So and they break
1: one, like, door.
0: Like break one wooden, glass, like door. glass door. Yeah. And we cut to Fuller. <laughs> oh, my God. Hanson, those kids of yours. Those kids of yours. You're not getting through. Hundred Murray, go ahead and do the mental math now. Hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of damage. Seven point five million mailboxes, garbage cans, a lawn jockey, and one glass door.
1: Yes. 7. So this 5 is million. this
0: is perfect Karen math that's
1: happening right now. Well, that's what they're going to tell their insurance that it was uh, yeah, that exactly. Works, yeah. And so the like th- it's just still just vandalism. Who gives a shit? It's. This is good, clean, white kid fun.
0: All right, pal. I got to slow you down right there. I don't know why I'm doing Vince McMahon <laughs> voice. I got to slow you yeah, down right, there. Pally. Spray paint kid over in the hospital. Yeah, he uh, he had a blood clot from the broken hand. Went straight up to his brain. It was like he had a stroke. Coldest butthole I've ever seen on a kid. Nine years old.
1: <laughs> Nine years old? Ninth grade. Did they take his temperature through
0: his butthole? <laughs> yeah, of course like they he's did. Like he's
1: a year old? Of <laughs> course.
0: Like a tree, they stuck a thermometer in his butthole, and they were like, four rings, nine rings, rather. And Hanson's like, I gotta talk to Brian. So he goes over to Brian's,
1: and he's like, come on, man, what the hell's going on here? He's like, what am I supposed to do, go back to being some jock or geek or something? Yes! That's what a normal, well-adjusted kid is a jock! Look at you. You got a PC. When's the last time you taped someone's butt cheeks closed? When's the last time you stuck a broomstick up someone's ass in good, clean fun? What time
0: did you make it? When was the last time you made a guy pick up a cherry off a uh, block of ice with his butt cheeks? <laughs> When's the
1: last time you fucked a girl who was unconscious from drinking? Have you
0: ever even seen a poodle with shades and a hat on? You have so much to live for. College. See how we did that? Because he's gonna go on and be one of the warriors, young warriors, young yeah.
1: warriors. <laughs> well, fuck! He's gonna fucking he's gonna get real disillusioned and kill himself. But uh, <laughs>
0: he was the animator kid. Gotta be him. And <sighs> just as he thinks he's getting through, Lancer just shows up. Yeah, horns honking, and we just get a scene break, and we come to, and we got Lancer breaking into Spooky's house, stealing shotguns or something. Yeah, it's, it's like. It's
1: his house. And he's like, I have the key to my dad's gun rack. You don't need to, like, break the window. I'm fucking
0: anarchy, man. Woo! He's throwing up horns. He's fucking lacking wrists. My hands are tied here. I don't know what to do. Like, well, that's going on, Pennel
1: and Hanson, they're arming themselves. They got a wire. They're going to get the shit they need to put Lancer away. Because once the Lancer is in jail and being raped, then these kids will straighten up. Excuse me. Did you mention they have guns now, too? Yes, they have guns. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're cops. Of course they have guns. Of course they do. And I guess they're at the park again or something. And they got... They're is how, on the
0: beach. This is how hardcore
1: they are. They set They've a taken over the fire.
0: They took over the... Oh, yeah, that's right. They did go to the... They did set
1: a fucking... What the fuck? Bench on fire. These kids are real fucking anarchists now, man. Yeah. They're destroying fucking public property. Mm. Taxpayers are going to have to pay for that, Griff. And he's given another one of his anarchy speeches... We're gonna go there to the police station and we're gonna shoot guns near them and scare them.
0: Yup. And Tom, Tom and Dougie are there. Tom has heard enough. I think that's a pretty dumb plan, you thick headed milkshake. See, I kept it clean there this time, I remembered. And Lance is beside himself. You said what the power new slipping
1: guy? array, like Fuller said, he's a god. Yeah. And he's losing his
0: power. Fuller, Fuller did say, okay, if we're going to go after this Fuller guy, just remember, he is a god to these kids, and he's got nothing. <laughs> so if you take these kids away from Once
1: him... Once again, very accurate portrayal of a person.
0: If you take the... Yeah, 100%. <laughs> if you take these kids away from him and he loses his god status... Who knows what he'll do?
1: And we learned. Turned out, he'll just shoot guns in the vicinity of cops, just near their ears just to and scare stuff. them.
0: Just scare them. He just wants to spook people. Because again, he's a scaredy little white suburban <laughs> upper class guy. So after Tom pipes up, Brian he finds his courage again. He's pu- he's puffing up again. He wants to take over. Right. So he's like. Yeah, man, I gotta tell you, it is a really fucking lame plan. Why are we gonna go fuck up the police? The police are pretty cool, they're pretty nice, they're okay. You're going too far, man. Ballhouse had all the right to sick the dogs and beat our asses with nightsticks. It was totally cool. They they shot us with rubber bullets, no big deal. It was all, it was all in good faith.
1: And he goes up to Spooky and Jimmy and Goober and Gomer and he's just like,
0: Look, man, this isn't you.
1: Get we we're not this is stupid, and there he's he's working on Lancer's fucking panicking.
0: He doesn't know what the fuck. Oh yeah, he, he's telling him. He's like, "Look, guys, remember when we used to be in the basement and we used to play D and D together? We could have that again. We could go back to just being fucking cool, four ass friends. We could play some football." Oh,
1: so they're the Stranger Things characters. Yes, yeah. they
0: are. We're gonna play some we cool. Go ass- to the Upside Down or the fuck that place. Was I, yeah, I don't remember. People brag about that show. It's whatever. <laughs> um. So they're getting all into it, and then Lance, he pulls his last power move. He wants to show that despite all Brian's efforts, he's still got the droogs on his side. So he takes that big old pump-action shotgun, he ch- chicks it four times. <laughs> he and- shoots fucking bullets out. <laughs> because he doesn't realize you can't cock one bullet four times. But- <laughs> and he throws it over to uh, Spooky, and Spooky's just like, well, I mean, I, I got to tell you, I was actually this this whole thing about the D D sounds pretty cool. A Mountain Dew, and I I hear pizza, and then we were gonna watch some scramble porn. So I'm into that. Like I gotta, I haven't seen boobs in a long time. No girls are showing up to these punk rock concerts.
1: <laughs> Very accurate thing again. This is the most accurate fucking
0: episode. I thought when we first did it, we we're gonna be ragging on it. I'm like, holy shit, this is like torn from real life. So if you were one of the drugs, which one would you be? Which one, which of the drugs closest resemble to? I'd probably
1: be Brian. I would be, because I was a smart kid. Oh, and you wore the
0: scarf, and you... I, wore, I love
1: the fucking giant <laughs> scarves. You know, I wear those now.
0: <laughs> so Lancer just storms
1: up, Harumph! And like, I guess he's... I, what happens to him? We don't know. He just... He just disappears into the the distance, and he literally disappears. He disintegrates
0: because he doesn't have (laughs) the fucking admiration of all he was. He was like a David Lynch manifestation of evil, and he just dissipated because Brian defeated him. That's all he needed to get out of the suburbs.
1: Brian goes up. Tom goes, "Great job," and he's like. He's nuts. He'll he'll come back and kill me. I don't know if he's going to come back and try to kill me. Hanson whips
0: out the fucking badge. He ain't doing shit. Oh, my God. Brian gives fucking Tom the biggest hug. I knew I should have trusted Brian, I, I will give him credit. He's a good judge of character. Don't know how he fell in, but at least he was a little reluctant. To the whole thing.
1: But. So Brian and uh, and Hanson uh, go off for some coffee, some late night coffee. Another diner. Brian
0: tells all the punks they all accept him as a le- leader now. He says, Good. hey, everybody, go home. Touch your own buttholes tonight.
1: <laughs> warm up your own buttholes. And I'm going to warm my buttholes with a nice cup of coffee. So they go to another diner. Another diner. This they're... I love this town. There's
0: diners everywhere. Diner capital of the world. This is why I need to go to Vancouver. I want to hang out. And so they're just rapping a little.
1: And Brian, can, he he feels like he's made a bond with Tom. He's like, I gotta admit something. I was driving the car that killed that that kid. Break, spray paint boy, I think was his his, his government name. Yeah. And, Brian,
0: <laughs> you realize what you just did, right?
1: It's <laughs> like, I gotta arrest you.
0: I gotta I gotta take you in. Hey. If
1: I can't do the crime, I can't do the time. I shouldn't do the crime.
0: Yep, and then and we, and then just, we just get
1: a nice crane fade out.
0: Yep, and they're just
1: throwing that coffee. And, and Brian's just thinking about how he's gonna get fucking butt his butt warmed up every night in prison because he's a fucking pretty little boy yep. with a scarf.
0: I don't know if his bridge work has been helping him, Uh, you know, get his butt ready for prison. His bridge is going to get knocked out. So oh, you're talking suck, teeth. Yeah,
1: so he can suck some dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get brutalized and raped and ruined in prison. Do Princeton. you think
0: that's going to happen, or do you think he's going to go in front oh, of no, the no, judge? he'll get
1: slapped on the wrist. They'll get, like, two years of, like. Uh, whatever probation. Yeah,
0: I don't know what lawyer he'll get, but it will be like, he's in the a- the advanced classes. He does calculus. He didn't rape a girl behind a trash can and that was passed out. Of, and even if he did, he's, he's she was a, drunk. He's just a boy being a boy. Boys will be boys. So he got off. Yeah. Is the story of this tale.
1: No lessons learned.
0: (laughs) No lessons learned.
1: There you have it, people. An accurate portrayal of suburban punk punk rock.
0: And it only took us about 30 more minutes than the episode (laughs) took. So enjoy that. I guess we'll
1: see you for our next Tippy Tap whenever that happens.